Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer fans. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. I'm fresh off the World Cup final myself, Andy, here with my co-host, Berg. How you doing, man? Yo, yo, I sincerely apologize to um, this French team because we've been shitting on them since the tournament started. <laughs> that is true. We've been doing that. We've been, we've, we've been doubting them since the tournament started because we didn't think they were going to make it this far because it's such a young team. And I, I don't, didn't they say like this was the second time it's been done? Like a yeah. young team winning the World Cup? I think what it was was France was the second youngest team in terms of average age at the World Cup this year, which is very astounding considering the quality of talent they have coming out of that country and what they were going up against. Man, let me tell you, I watched that game today. France played nothing for the first 60 minutes of the game. (laughs) Like uh, deflection from Menzoukis got them the first goal. And then the second goal, I don't know what, um, shoot, what's his name? What, I don't know what the defender was doing. That was a blatant handball. Griezmann converted. And then the second half, Croatia started. But Croatia ran with them throughout most of the game. Even in the final, to in the final minutes, Croatia was still playing. But I guess it's one of those tournaments, man, when luck is on your side, nah, there's nothing you can do. That's true. That's true. And you know what? What do you what do you think about Anton Griezmann? I honestly I don't like him too much no more. You don't you don't like? Wait, what? Oh, because he converted the penalty, or because no, what happened? And the Fortnite celebrations, bro. They gotta stop, man. I mean, those guys were young, man. They, man, come on, give the guy a break, man. People no. do all type of weird celebration. You it's got Paul, you got Paul Pogba dabbing all the time. You got um. Lingard doing the Millie Rock. <laughs> but, ah, no. oh boy. Right, but that aside, um, I thought that, you know what, France, they, they scored a lot. Did they create as many chances as they converted? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, they, they took what they could, and you know what? They got lucky a few times, and that's what every champion does have to do. You have to be skillful. You have to have luck, and they had both of those today. Yeah. Man, you saw you saw maturity in that game today. All right, so let's let's rewind to uh, the semifinal. Um, England, no, not England. Um, it was France versus uh, Belgium in the in the semifinals. And why don't you? Did you see the replay? I didn't see the replay. That's why I'm I'm giving you the lead because we. Um, <laughs> I was in class. I was trying to watch the game, but my professor was right behind me <laughs> throughout ah. the game. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> See, all right, I feel you on that. But anyway, um, so what happened was Matthew D and um, Hazard were both going after the ball, and um, Hazard contacted Matthew D's body. And it, it wasn't a head collision at all, but what actually happened was the whiplash from Hazard hitting Matthew D's body 
um, caused him to have a uh, what I think of and what I um, kind of interpreted as a traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Because what happened after that was was honestly kind of scary because I turned on the TV like right after that collision. Did you see happened. fencing sign and everything else? I didn't see fencing, but what I saw when um, the physios and the medical staff were practically carrying off the field, it looked like he was medically unstable. Oh, like shit. I saw it. I saw him walking off the field. I'm like, there's something wrong with him, like medically. And then I saw the replay. I'm like, wow, that's a concussion right there. Because I mean, a, a bruise to the ribs or anything like that isn't going to cause you to look that type of way. And it, it was very, very scary to see. Huh. And then you saw him today, right? Like he was off throughout the whole game. Yeah. And it was, it was very surprising because just 24 hours after um, there were reports coming from the French camp that Matuidi quote felt fine and that he was going to play in the final. And that's when I predicted at that time. And I said that, you know what, if he has that mentality and given the way that concussions have been treated thus far in the world cup and, and previously, then he's going to not only play, he's going to start. And he started today and he didn't, he didn't look like he was all there. If I were to no, like, like I, I was, I was actually watch. I was watching the game, and I'm like, "Yo, they should sub him off." Like I was between subbing Paul Pogba because Paul Pogba was pissing me off throughout the whole game because he played like shit, and between Matuidi, and I'm like, "Huh, oh, they should probably sub Matuidi because he, he's he's showing lingering sign of concussion. Like he's sluggish throughout the game. There's certain passes that he should be making, he's not making. He wasn't sharp, but and sure enough, he got subbed out." He had subbed out throughout the game, but it just shows you that, you know, even, even if, you know, the medical staff know the protocol, they know when the player should go back on the field and when they should not. But I guess at the end of the day, the player, I guess, have the final say or the coach has the final say. I don't know which one, which one between the two have the final say, but you can see that he was cleaning in the field today. Can we, can we do a little skit? Cause I want to do like a little <laughs> skit. And to show our listeners that, you know what, it is, yes, us people on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, we can, we can criticize these guys all we want, right? Oh, oh, yeah. That, that's it's a lot a of what we do. It's a job. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, it's not as easy as you think. And I want to do a little skit to kind of show our listeners that. So why don't I pretend to be Matthew D? And since you're the more experienced student here, okay. you can pretend to be the physio or the physician or whatever. Okay. All right. So this is, let's say this is the, the day before the final and I'm questionable for the game and you're trying to convince me not to play. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. So Maturidi, you know, we, we've been looking at you since that injury happened uh, in a previous game. You know, yeah, you're able to be on your feet, you balance, you know, I don't see anything wrong with your eye exam. But wait, wait, wait. Did you just say you don't see anything wrong? Yeah, I don't see anything like I'm, I'm just because in order to play, you have to if if his eye exam was off the chart, they would not let him play. So I'm assuming he, he passed his ocular motor exam, eye exam, right? Because every time you have a concussion, like they do like they do an eye exam on you to make sure that your eyes can actually track object. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and say he pa- actually passed because he was still able to play. But even though maturity, you were able to play, um, you know, track object and everything, but 
there's still lingering sign that's going on with concussion. So I wouldn't advise you to play. But, bro, it, it, it's the World Cup final, man. I feel fine, bro. I want to play. Listen, this is the risk. I'm telling you what the risk is. Um, after the game, you're going to suffer from a lot of headaches. And it's going to take you maybe a little while to recover. But so I'm you're, saying, you you're saying I can't play in the World Cup final because of a headache? I'm saying for your long-term career and for to avoid a serious, another serious head injury. Because when you have a concussion, if you injured your head another time, then it's going to be a lot more severe. So to save your career and to, you know, for precautionary measure, I'm telling you this. I'm not telling you not to play. I'm just telling you, I'm showing you the risk. And then you and your coach can decide because I'm assuming here because you're not going to have that conversation with just the player. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to tell the coach I'm playing. All right, I guess I'll talk to the coach then <laughs> and let the coach know what happened in this conversation. Because it's right. how it is. Like you, you talk to the player, you tell the player one thing, but you have to tell the coach your, um, your evaluation. You have to explain the evaluation to your coach, right? So, yeah. so I mean, gonna make the final decision. That that's like, and I'm sure that was just us pretending there, but that's that's how I kind of see it as no, it is in real that's life. That's exactly how it is. If it's not severe, yes, is you you can tell like the there was still lingering sign of concussion, but he was still able to like run. But if it was anything severe, they would not like the 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 med staff would have put their foot down and said, no, he can't play. Yeah, and the thing about it is when you're medical staff, you it sounds bad, and from a medical perspective, like strictly medical, it may not make the most sense, but I'm getting the feeling you're going to have to pick and choose your battles because oh, yes. Yes. if you're one of those, those medical providers that says, oh, you can never play, sit out, sit out, sit out, then your opinion doesn't mean anything anymore. But if, if you're one that, that tends to sometimes side with the – the coaching staff and sometimes with the player and sometimes you put your foot down then I think your opinion means that much more. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, players don't want to get on the coach bad side. So they want to play anyway. We've, we've, we've talked about this on the podcast before on player saying that he's injured, he can't play. And then they, they basically not sack him from the team. They basically like remove him from the signing lineup because they thought that he was faking injury. But yeah. you know, with concussion, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it, it's still like a, a, I know in the United States, it's like a taboo thing when it, when it comes to the NFL. But it's just one of those things where, you know, just because you're fine and you can run doesn't mean you're fine. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the, the, I guess the rest of the world, the medical staff still got to catch up on, on that and do more education for the players in terms for concussion. Yeah, definitely. Um, but let's move past that. Um, what other hot topics, World Cup tidbits, did you want to talk about today? Well, you know, you know um, what, and first of all, let, please let me know. What, you, what do you think about Paul Popa? What do I think about him? Man, man, I'm, See, I'm pissed he's, off. He's one of those players where he's kind of – he you don't see him on the pitch for – 60 70 minutes and he does something brilliant and then he goes back away in hiding like that that's what i think of him like that's literally what happened today yeah that's exactly what happened today i didn't see him at all then he scored a screamer 
Then he disappeared again. Then he played a, a nice through ball to Mbappe. And Yo, Paul Pogba played like trash for 60 <laughs> minutes. I watched this guy give the ball away three times. And I'm like, yo, this guy is not playing well. Like his body language looked off. You know, there are times when you know, um, somebody from Croatia got the ball and he could clearly, it was right behind the player. He could clearly press the guy, but he decided not to. I'm like, I don't like his body language. It seems like the nerve is getting to him. I don't know what's going on. They should sub him out because he's not playing at all. And the next thing you know, he got a ball, gave a long drive through ball to Mbappe, who held the ball in the, in the box, right? And then, I guess, made something out of nothing. And then Pogba ended up getting the rebound, and he placed that ball in the net. And then next thing you know, he's celebrating. Like, <laughs> like he, he, he took on, like, 17 defendants. To sh- I'm like, are you serious, man? <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's how you know, like, football sometimes is not fair, man. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he did finish a quality chance. But yeah, like he you did. said, he, he flowed in and out of the match. And he decided to pop up. And when he did, he happened to score. And so I was, I, was, I, was, it was, I was weird by the fact that they saw about Conte. See, I don't know I, if it's because they were preserved because he, he had a yellow card. I think it was all the yellow. Like, yellow was the entire thing because the cards were flowing early and easy in that match, so. Yeah. You know, he's going to continue to do dirty work, so. All right, props to Didier Deschamps, man, like, to to rally this young team and make it to the World Cup. Like, you know, growing up, listening to old heads talk about the World Cup, they always say you never want a young team to run the World Cup because they don't have the experience. When it push comes to shove, when things are hard, they don't have the mental strength. They don't have the mentality to push through. You always want a mix of seniors in your club. And I think in this, in this French roster, I would say the senior was probably um, Giroud. Yeah. Like everybody else was young and didn't have most World Cup experience. Yeah, I mean, the only – nobody really had World Cup experience. And the really, truly only experienced players were in the midfield. And with Conte and, and – Pogba to some extent, but also Machu D. I mean, those those old guys, they gave the team stability, but it was also like their most least the least talented part of the team because I'm if you saying, look at going dude. forward, that's where all the talent is. See, that's what I mean. Yo, you know what? This whole thing about having superstars in your team, I think that's dead, man. That's dead for the national team. You like Brazil basically just had diarrhea throughout the World Cup. <laughs> and they're still in the toilet seat. <laughs> and um, it's like, look at this team. Like, you know, yeah, you had some star players, but the team was balanced. Everyone did their job. Yo, Mbappe's next, bro. Yeah, man, he's next Mbappe's up. Mbappe's next. He's next up. This he's guy, next up. There's, there's a few players when I watch, and I'm like, damn, that player could win a Ballon d'Or. He's one of them. He's, he's, yo, he might be, his name might be in a Ballon d'Or after this performance um, throughout the World Cup. It's, he's I mean, definitely... I would say, I would say like top, top five. Top, top five, yeah. Yeah, top five, um, depending on what he does with PSG also. But it's funny how Neymar went to PSG to win a Ballon d'Or, and <laughs> <laughs> that's really not going to happen. Oh, that, that is oh, not going to happen, man. I was reading um, Ronaldo number nine um, tweet about Neymar. Yo, he was disappointed. 
He said, really? I'm expecting much more of Neymar. But I looked him on the pitch and he wasn't producing. I don't know if it's because, like, some people told me, like, yeah, he, was, he, he still didn't find his groove. He was coming back from the ankle injury. But I'm like, yo, this dude had three weeks. He was healed after. He, he, he was healed on time. He had three weeks before the World Cup. I'm not going to take that. Like, Ronaldo number nine had a knee injury, came back, and then win a championship. Like, you're not going to give me that. I mean, the, the thing I'm most disappointed out with Neymar in this World Cup was his decision-making because he's just as talented as Coutinho and Mbappe and all those boys. But it, imagine if you gave Neymar Coutinho's brain and his decision-making, what he would do with that. It's just, it's just very, very disappointing. And I don't think being at PSG is going to help that in any way. No, especially when the week is that league, is that week. No offense to the to to the French league, but you know you know he's gonna want to take on players and do do flicks and trying to humiliate players. I, I hope he changed next season, man. I hope he changed. Who knows? He might Real Madrid might actually lend him. See, that's that's that's. that's <laughs> I, I don't have any facts here, guys. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking. Ah. Uh. Well, that, that's another day. But <laughs> what do you think about Modric, though? He had oh, yo, congrats hell of a World Cup, right? Hell of a World Cup. I was reading your post on Instagram. So he ran like 39.1 miles. That was as of the last game. I'm pretty sure he's up to like the 45 miles ran in the World Cup. And do you see how we play, dude? Like, I don't, I, I don't think I've seen him lose the ball once. No. He doesn't and lose he the ball. Had, he, he had, like, two players in front of him, two players behind him, and he still maintained possession. Mm-hmm. Like, he's quality. He's class, bro. He reminds me of Zavi, bro. It, yeah. Yeah. He's class, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, well-deserved, well-deserved, um, well-deserved award. Do you think he's going to make top three for Ballon d'Or? Does he even have a shot? Uh, shit, man. I don't Oh, man. I don't know. I would say like top five, but you know how the top threes are the people that make the most run, have the most goal and contribute a lot to the team. So if I'm thinking three of those categories, I don't think he's going to make it top three because you, you still, you still, and he had a good season too. I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I think, is preventing him from Ballon d'Or is he was on the same team as Ronaldo. Yeah. And <laughs> like, yeah. that's it. There's not much more to it than no, that. There's not much more. If someone from Real Madrid is going to win it, it's probably going to be Cristiano. Also, round of applause, man. No one from Croatia cramp up today. Like, those guys been playing additional extra time, extra time for the past three games back-to-back. I think they, they added up the minutes that Croatia played between added time at the end of each game and extra time. They played yeah. almost an additional two matches. Fam. And they're still trying to give friends a run for their money. Yeah. Yo, whoever. That, that, I want to talk to that fitness coach. <laughs> I literally want to talk to that fitness coach. I want to talk to, like, the, the staff. How they get those guys to recover so fast and play another game? Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be a great Netflix show. Like, maybe, like, 10 years when you're talking about like that golden generation for Croatia. Cause the thing about it is they didn't seem tired until like the 89th minute. 
Yeah, it was insane. This is normal for people to be tired at any nine minutes. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was playing, I'm playing pick, I'm playing a Sunday league and we play 30 minutes half. Let me tell you, 25 minutes, I'm like dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, speaking of Cristiano, though, let's, let's roll it back. Uh, your boy decided to switch clubs on you. Mm. Uh, tell me. How you feel? What do you think is going to happen? Are you you now a Juventus fan? I knew... Oh, uh, I don't know if I'm a Juventus fan, but I'm definitely going to watch more Juventus and just to see how Ronaldo integrates in the squad and just to see how his winning mentality is going to influence that squad. But, man, what a... he Nine years, right, at Real Madrid? Mm -hmm. Great, great nine-year run. Like, he showed you, like, who it is that... What kind of player is the guy is hungry, man. I honestly, you know how he went to Juventus, you know, definitely an ego problem. Like, you know, he felt like he's the best player in the world. And as Ronaldo, you should always feel that way. So he deserved a more contract. It's funny when I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, like you're, you're making that much money yet. You still want more. Like just how much more you need in your contract, man, to be happy. See, here's the thing. And this is the thing that, that, blows my mind it's he doesn't want more money he wants to be paid more than anybody else that's what i think is that's more money but it's kind of like all right so it's like in the nba when a player says i want a max contract they don't necessarily want of course they want the 30 million but they want that label as a max contract player you know they want to be viewed as such in terms of like monetary reimbursements so I think that's that's what bothers him the most, that players like Neymar and Messi are being paid more than him. Uh, see, that's, that's the ego thing, man. It's the yeah, yeah, I see. I mean, he's... Like, he's what? I bring you to the Champions League final three times in a row, and then you got these guys, these scrubs. <laughs> 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 you got these guys making more money than me? Come on, man. Yeah. And, you know, there was that rumor about him owing this much money in taxes, and he wanted for. Perez to pay the taxes for him, which is unbelievable. I don't know who got those numbers. Oh, man. So, but it's, it's the right time for him to leave. What? He's like 33 years old. As a, because he's Ronaldo, he's definitely got another two or three years left in him playing competitively. And I would say this will be his last club in Europe before he decided to move on to somewhere else. But, woof, man. Man, those, those, those classical moments are not going to be the same. Oh, they're not going to be. That's what I'm going to miss the most. I want to, first of all, say thank you to Cristiano for um, giving Barcelona a team to compete with. And, you know, he, he's one of the for best. Nine the years. He's one of the best of all time. And it's been a pleasure to watch him. And I feel blessed to have had that opportunity. And I, I truly, truly do mean that. That's not yeah. sarcastic in any way. Like, also, also, congratulations on you winning the Champions League and La Liga. Now that he's gone. Because, yo, Real Madrid is going through a rebuilding process right now. That's true. I'm hearing Benzema wants to leave. I know Manchester United is talking to Bale right now. Like, things are... (laughs) The building is collapsing, bro. (laughs) Like, literally. Like, Ronaldo left. Benzema wants to leave. (sighs) You know who looks smart for leaving right now? Who? Zidane. Oh, man. Zidane. Zidane knew the locker room was a fiasco already. He's like, yo, three, three Champions League back-to-back? All right, I'm out. 
Thank you. Thank you for all your hard work. Yeah, for Thank real. Thank you for supporting me, guys. But, you know, this, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this all soap opera in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. He told me, call me back when you guys are good and we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And um, with all this, now that the World Cup ended, all the team that, all the guys that play in the knockout stage, now they better be extra careful, man, because the season's about to start. Premier League's about to start. La Liga's about to start. Bundesliga's about to start. I'm predicting a lot of injury early in the season because it's a lot of, those guys play a lot of games this year. Bro, today is July 15th. Premier League starts August 10th. Mm. That is insane. Like, they have less than a month to do their rest, get their preseason, and get in the locker room for game number one. And with all these players competing in all these clubs, I mean, every game counts. You You can't afford to take a game off. No, you can't. Ooh, man, that physio, that, that strength coach going to have to try to squeeze some time to get those guys in the gym, man, for, for conditioning. Yeah, definitely. There's going to be a lot of injury in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know who's going to have a tough time? Who? Spurs. This <laughs> <laughs> is the entire England team, bro. That's the entire England team there. They're definitely <laughs> going to have a problem. Yeah. They're definitely going to have a problem. Yeah, but, hey, we'll see, man. I'm excited. Apomelia is going to be back. You know, I've been like, I feel like this year I got a dose of soccer. Like, like a great <laughs> dose of soccer. Yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm good for a few I'm weeks. I'm good bro. for like a few weeks. I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in a few weeks, we'll both be craving and me and you will both be here to give y'all all the injury news and updates. And I'm sure there'll be work plenty, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, you got any more news for our listeners? No, that's, that's about it, man. That's about it. Shaq, are we going to take a break next week because there's no game? Um, uh, probably. I mean, there's nothing. There's really yeah, nothing. We might, we might be able to uh, get you guys another guest over like the next two, three weeks, but expect some, maybe some light podcast, maybe like a five, ten minute something yeah. from me and Berg. And that, that's really going to be it until the Premier League starts up again. All right. All right. So be sure to subscribe, give us five-star reviews on iTunes, and we will catch you guys in a few weeks. Peace. All right. See y'all later.